0: your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Hey again, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Mamma, Luke Robinson. That's me, Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today?
0: Really good, really good. It's uh, moving up on a weekend. Man, I'm ready for spring football practice. It's three weeks away, and this is the first time I felt like, uh, you know, I I feel like, wow, it's close. It's close. Can you believe spring practice will start soon? Now it's like I'm tired of waiting. I'm ready for spring practice to start tomorrow.
1: I feel like every time we start this podcast, you're lamenting about spring practice being too far away. But you know what? I'm I'm right there with you. You Let me go ahead and – retract a statement I made in yesterday's podcast uh, when you got abruptly cut off because this is so Jimmy. Yeah. It's the dead of winter. Yeah. And you're holding your phone in your car like you're doing now. Correct. And the sun heated your Tandy 2000 phone to such a temperature that it said, hey, this is way too hot for us. We're just shutting down. He's
0: pumping <laughs>
1: mud. I was left here holding the bag, literally. Like, I had to come up with things to to talk about on the run. And so I immediately did what anybody in search of a topic would do, and I ran to Twitter. And as soon as I went to Twitter, the first thing I saw that was tweeted was, Jeremy Pruitt has been named the Birmingham Stallions football coach. That was completely (laughs) erroneous. I I then spent five minutes telling everybody, like, dang, I was really hoping Jeremy Pruitt would eventually be on Alabama staff, and maybe he can be. And um, then I didn't think anything of it. I went on to the next topic. Well, today you sent a text to our group and said, yeah, you know, um, hey, Jeremy Pruitt's still out there. Just, you know, uh, throwing out some ideas. And I was like, yep. well, Jeremy Pruitt couldn't be coach of the Stallions and on Alabama staff. <laughs> <laughs> and he, you were like, yeah, that didn't happen. So I spent five minutes telling our listeners of this, our faithful listeners of this, you know, usual Moderately accurate podcast that there was somebody was the coach of the Birmingham Stallions that didn't number one that tells me that the USFL is doing a piss poor job of letting us know who the coaches are, and number
0: two, um, I'm sorry, Jeremy Pruitt. <laughs> yeah, see, uh, you know, uh, Pruitt is one of about five or six. There's some big names out there, Luke, that are available that would be interesting analysts, Uh, you know, guys that we we don't have a spot for on the the full-time staff, but might be excellent hires for the support staff. And Jeremy is one of them. Uh, Even Matt Luke, as crazy as that sounds, uh, Matt Luke wanting to get out of the grind of being the everyday coach at Georgia. Well, maybe he might prefer more of a laid-back analyst role. Uh, David Cutcliffe, you know, that name is out there. Uh, Some people like to you know tie that to arch manning's recruitment but david cutcliffe would be another guy several nfl coaches are out of jobs uh, as a result of all the changes that were made in the nfl after the postseason uh some of those guys like for instance of freddie kitchens uh he's getting paid a lot of money uh, both from the browns and maybe even from the giants now uh but but there there's just a lot of potential analyst jobs out there how about joey jones a uh, former South Alabama head football coach. So, I think Jeremy is a potential analyst for this uh, for, for this upcoming season, along with several other highly recognizable names. Because I think, you know, it's weird to use the word opening uh, when it comes to uh, to Alabama's support staff because it's so vast. But but there really is there really is openings, and Alabama needs to fill them. And uh, you get a boost, I think, when it's a, when it's a big name.
1: Uh, every time somebody says Joey Jones, this uh, this may not be the the best thing for me to to follow this up with. It's certainly not very informative. But I'm reminded of the Simpsons episode when Homer was trying to explain a problem he was having to his fellow Mo's Tavern bar mates, and uh, Moe was listening to him, and Barney Gumble was listening to him, and. Uh, they said, okay, Homer told his problem. I can't remember what the problem was. They said, well, is this happening to you? He said, no, it's happening to a friend of mine named um, Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadoo. And uh, <laughs> Mo, Mo said, oh, that's just the worst name I ever heard." And, like, a guy at the end of the bar who wasn't involved got up and started running out crying. And <laughs> don't like, no, leave, Joey Jojo. And so I just – every time somebody says Joey Jones, I was like, Joey – Joey Jojo Junior Dick. I don't know why. You got to um, be one of the
0: few. You got to be one of the few that 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 that, <laughs> that hears Joey Jones and and runs to that. You don't think. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think jo- Joey Jones gets that a lot? <laughs> he probably does. He may, he may. He may. I don't know.
1: <clears throat> uh, okay, look, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and read our new uh, sponsor here because we got a kick-ass okay. new sponsor. Brand new. It is called Run Your Pool. That's the name of our new sponsor. They're great folks. March Madness is only, what, a few weeks away? That means you'll need to start thinking now about where you're going to be running your brackets this year. Are you going to go for the usual? Are you going to looking for are you going to be looking for the best? We've done our homework here and we're running brackets with runyourpool.com. Along with standard brackets, run your pool offers the games. Uh, that have types like survivor or, you know, pick one team uh, uh, to go all the way, whatever. Both really fun and in their own way. They have options to edit scoring and they offer more intel for you to make your picks. That's what's cool. All stuff you won't find on ESPN or CBS. If you've got a business, run your pool, can help you take some of that madness magic and play alongside your employees or even gain customers. Plus, they offer full white glove customer support custom branding and one of the three easiest three-step setups you'll ever find. Clearly, we believe Run Your Pool is going to be awesome because like I said, we're running our brackets through there ourselves. That's what we're going to do. Um, there's no other truer test than that. If you want to play against us for a shot at the cash prize, join us at runyourpool.com backslash locked on. Runyourpool.com backslash locked on. I'll tweet that out. And while you're there, create your own pool for your friends and family. Enter pure madness all caps. Pure Madness, all caps, one word, at checkout for $10 off of your custom pool. All the rules and details will be available on that website, runyourpool.com backslash locked on, all one word, runyourpool.com backslash locked on. For your chance to win a cash prize, we look forward to seeing you and beating you while you're there. I will also go ahead and tell everybody about Bet Online. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full esteem for both pro and college, as we well know. From the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, maybe even this one, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for odds right up through uh, golf, everything else, horse racing, whatever you want. They got it at BetOnline.net. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline is where the game is starts. Jimmy, <clears throat> that's, you know, we're sort of in a uh, in a delay, I guess. I mean, if you're, if you're like, you, we got a layover right now. If, if, if sports season is a uh, airport, I think we're in a bit of a layover because we're, yeah, basketball's fine and, and we love it and we talk Alabama basketball a lot, but we've also know our own numbers and football drives the train. And so we're going to talk more football uh, but football's not really here yet, so you're having to do a lot of what-if scenarios. Well, Bama Online came out with their own what-ifers. <laughs> that should be a word—a what-ifer. That'd be cool. Uh, they they posted this. This is by Charlie Potter, friend of the program. He might not know he's a friend, but we stalk him. Uh, five Alabama early enrollees to know as spring practice nears, and I think we run down these guys really quick.
0: And maybe we can agree or disagree. What do you say to that? Uh, well, I mean, I, I doubt I would disagree with any of it because uh, I think we need to know every single one of them. I think I think this is an offshoot of that question, which I think is a real good one, an, an offshoot of what, what Charlie's saying. And that's, you know, last season, Luke, we, play, we started four true freshmen at various points, started games. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's off the top of my head. But I'm pretty sure it's right. Kool-Aid McKinstry. Dallas Turner, Jacory Brooks, and Jojo Earl. Uh, to my knowledge, I think those are the only four, although four's a lot in Alabama. But what true freshman, whether they're early enrolling or not, uh, what true freshman will possibly start this fall? And, and it's kind of tricky because, as we know, Jacory Brooks, he started because Jameson Williams and John Mechie got hurt. Uh, you know, Dallas Turner started because. Chris Allen and and Drew Sanders got hurt. Uh, Kool-Aid may have, uh, you know, Kool-Aid in part was starting because people were hurt. That's impossible to forecast. But what's not impossible to forecast is, you know, who's got a really good chance? Who's who, Which of the true freshmen have a really good chance? So it's kind of the same question.
1: Yeah, it is, but uh, he sort of laid this out for us. And because we mm-hmm. do uh, very little to no work, I think this is a great template for us to use. <laughs> Uh, sure (laughs) uh let's start with jeremiah alexander and you know here's the thing i love his thought process here um jeremiah alexander love him from thompson high school seen him play several times he's a a monster he's got uh, you know thighs till tuesday which uh, i mean just a strong dude um and look here's the deal this is what Charlie Porter says with Will Anderson and Dallas Turner returning as junior and sophomore, respectively, the tide welcomes back both of it starting outside linebackers. So you think, oh, how's Jeremiah Alexander going to see the field much? Well, Drew Sanders is gone. Christopher Allen's at the NFL going to the NFL and King Imwakuda has also transferred. All those guys are gone. So that leaves the backup outside backer spot up for grabs. And I'm not saying that somebody's going to get hurt, but it sure seems like somebody gets hurt all the time, especially at a time when Jimmy has also lost us again, because his phone got too hot. There's no doubt in my mind. That's just what happened. If you're watching this video, then you're seeing me by myself now because Jimmy's phone got too hot again. Um, And I was looking forward to having this incredible conversation with him about, about, Jeremiah Alexander. So I guess I will just talk about Jeremiah Alexander. <clears throat> I think Jeremiah Alexander is going to be fantastic at Alabama. I do think he could be uh, the, the next guy off the bench uh, for that, that outside linebacker position. When you think about uh, Will Anderson, definitely a starter, probably you know could be a Heisman winner. Then you think about Dallas Turner, who really came on late last year. And I think the next guy is going to be Jeremiah Alexander. He's a little bit different. I, I consider him to be, um, I think, potentially stronger than those two. Those two just are so uh, – they they seem more country strong to me. It doesn't mean like they don't work out. They just so – both of them are long and rangy. Uh, Jeremiah Alexander is a big dude too, but he's a little bit thicker. Um, so I, I think he's going to be a little bit different. But, man, what a combination Alabama has when it comes to outside linebacker position. I'm going to really hope, people, that Jimmy comes back and makes it back, back somehow for this podcast. Because, uh, you know, Jimmy in a parking lot doing this doing this podcast. I'm sorry. I, I laugh at myself sometimes when I think about this setup. Uh, but it's the best Jimmy can do with the technology Knowledge he has. So Jeremy Alexander is one that Charlie Potter brings up. Another one is Aaron Anderson. I've talked about Aaron Anderson a lot, and wide receiver. I think you could put a number of wide receivers on this list. He only has one. He has Aaron Anderson. Um, if you you want to put one of the other uh, badasses we signed this year, you want to put a Shaz Preston on there. Nobody's going to complain about that. You want to put Law on that on that list? Okay, I think that would be fine too. But I think Aaron Anderson does bring probably the most the the best combination of speed and wide receiver ability now some of the other guys that Alabama has um they're really really fast but maybe they're track guys that need to polish their wide receiver skills a little bit or maybe they don't have the same speed as Aaron Anderson and Alabama has made a concerted effort to get faster and, uh, and I think that that's clear I mean Chaz Preston is probably the one guy that I would consider to be more of the traditional wide receiver Alabama's recruited, and Chaz Preston's awesome. He's number one on ESPN's list. I think he's top 15 in the country um, overall on ESPN. Uh, you know, unanimous, high four, five-star type of guy. I'm not taking a shot at any of our wide receivers. I think they're all awesome. You, you, If you listen to our superlatives, you know how I feel about our wide receivers. But I feel like Aaron Anderson may be the one that's most ready to play early. And so I think that's a good selection, again, by Charlie Potter. What I'm going to do now is go ahead and take a break. It's going to be an awkward pause as you stare into my eyes blankly if you're watching this video. And uh, then hopefully Jimmy will come back. If not, we'll just deal with it. That was the awkward pause I was talking about. Well, I hope it wasn't as bad as as I made it out to be. A few other guys that uh, Charlie Potter put on this list. Uh, Tyler Booker. This is the guy that I put on our superlatives list as the one that I think will eventually be a, a top five NFL pick. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind. I, he's he's mean, uh, he's vicious, he loves to block. Um, and I think that's what makes a great offensive lineman is that the, their passion for it. I mean, yeah, you need, you need the size and you need the strength and all that and the quickness. You need all that stuff, okay? But let's assume all those things are equal. I think that an offensive lineman has to treat this the way that um, the, the way that a defensive lineman treats rushing the quarterback, like a, a defensive lineman or, or maybe a, um, uh, an outside linebacker, rush end, whatever. I think they sit up at night dreaming of making a sack, you know, getting that right hit. And I think that an offensive lineman, a good one, will think about, man, I just I love pancaking people. Whereas I think some offensive linemen, I swear this to be true, I believe that it's hard to be in love with that position because uh, it's so unheralded. It it didn't get the the love uh, universally. I mean, every now and again there'll be a story about some offensive lineman that's a badass, Uh, but for the most part it's all about the receivers, the quarterbacks, running backs, defensive backs, whatever. And um, so I think you've got to be a special offensive lineman to go – I really love this. I love mauling people, and I don't care if anybody's watching or not. I'm going to maul folks. Tyler Booker looks like that kind of guy. Meanwhile, I am getting texts from Jimmy right now as we speak uh, that his phone, (laughs) the exact same thing happened. His phone did reheat. I'm going to try to re-invite him to this. My guess is he will not be able to make it, but we will see how it goes. I'm going to try and finish up Charlie Parter's list real quick while we're Working through these technical difficulties, that is locked on Bama. Uh, Jihad Campbell was the next guy on the list. Like, I think this was a no brainer. Um, This dude, this dude seems different. He really does. Um, I I think he's going to end up playing a lot. I don't know if it's going to be any kind of help from injury. You can't predict that. That's what makes this list tough, as Jimmy mentioned. But I think he's just an outstanding player. Um, Got a quick twitch guy. There's no doubt about that. Um, he appears to have a really good attitude about football. And I think that, um, he's the the kind of guy that, that's just, he's going to grow into this position really, really well. He's got what Jimmy and I call to be a Saban botness about him, um, where he really wants to get better. He wants to learn, doesn't mind being coached, doesn't mind if that means you're yelled at a little bit. At the same time, he realizes I'm probably better than everybody here. In, in general. And I think that's he's going to be a superstar at Alabama. I really like this signee. Um, sort of appeared on the scene late, as a bunch of you know. And um very happy to have him. Finally, now this is where I may disagree with Charlie a little bit. He has Ty Simpson, I, the quarterback that signed with Alabama. Look, I, I love Ty Simpson. I think Ty Simpson is going to be a really good player at Alabama. I think he could eventually take Uh, That backup role, I know a lot of people are penciling in Jalen Milrow for that. Don't blame him one iota. And Jalen Milrow, uh, uber talented as well, big dude. But that's why I think that it's going to be tough to put Tyler Simpson in that role because, number one, Jalen Milrow has been here uh, much longer than Ty Simpson. And he's also a bigger guy. And I think he's going to be the kind of guy that saves be like, Look, we're going to give him the Jalen Hurts treatment at first. Your options are – Look for your first read, and then run if it's not there. Until we, you grow into this a little more. Because, um, you know, Jalen Milrow is a really good quarterback, but he's a bigger dude. He's not Bryce Young, who's dependent on accuracy and who's incredibly accurate and got a strong arm for such a small body. Uh, Jalen Milrow's got a strong arm for anybody, and um, but Jalen Milrow also didn't, he hadn't played in the SEC enough to uh, to to be able to, to probably to be trusted with these big time throws just yet. I'm not sure. saying he can't make them. I don't know if he can or can't. Um, But uh, just looking at – going back and looking at some tape of of Ty Simpson, I think Ty Simpson is more of a pass-first kind of guy. And um, I I think that the only way Ty Simpson would get in over Jalen Monroe is if Alabama were behind when an injury to Bryce happened. I think that's the only way that would happen. Let's say Alabama is 8-0 and – they're just cruising along. Let's say Bryce Young gets hurt. Who do you put in? I would put in Milrow um, and just say, look, let's let our defense do what our defense has been doing. I'm going to assume our defense is going to be awesome. I don't think that's a crazy assumption. I'd love to let the defense keep um, the opponents out of the end zone best they can, and they'll do a pretty good job of that. And then let the offense sort of run through the running backs and, and some bubble screen stuff. That That would be my plan to play it safer. Um, now, let's say Alabama is 7-1, and one and they've got, uh, you know, a tough stretch coming up with some uh, fast-paced offenses. Well, then maybe I change my attitude and let Ty Simpson in there. If I feel like, okay, we're going to be behind a lot. Let's say our defense isn't playing up to par. Um, if, they, if I feel like we're going to be behind a lot, I probably am going to let Ty Simpson play because I think he's going to be the better quarterback to bring us back. I think Jalen Milrow is, is more the sure thing right now. And Ty Simpson is sort of a high risk, high reward guy. So that's what we're going to do for this podcast. We're not going to change it because we both take time out of our day to make this happen. And um, we only have so much time in the day. I'm moving out of a house. Jimmy apparently is going parking lot to parking lot to, to do this podcast. And uh, so that, yeah, we only have so much time each. Anyway, Roll Tide, everybody. I promise you, we will do better tomorrow.